0: and then the next thing we're on each other's toes again and i was like okay what are we doing wrong and so our our teacher steve said well you know you need to provide he said to me you need to provide the power on the back half of the turn i was like oh i hmm. didn't know that hmm, hmm. and so we go back we kind of get the lead in right and bob takes me around him and i crank up and <laughs> i Flung him across the room <laughs> on his stomach. I skipped him like a rock. I did, and it was awful. And but he was okay. We made sure he was okay. And I was like, okay, now what did we do wrong right there? And Steve says to us, no, it's not what you did wrong right there. You, it's what you did wrong way back there. Mm. And until you get that right, right, you're never gonna get this right, right. And and I think that is what goes on in our marriage. There are things where we have messed up in the past, or we're messing up now, or we've been deeply hurt. And until we get that resolved, every time our partner gets close to us on that issue... We start prickling, we start pounding on toes, we start
1: whatever. All right. Welcome, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace, and you are tuned in to Simplify Complexity, your relationship podcast. No matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing, we're always grateful that you can join us. You are joining us today for a two-part series where we talk about the marriage dance and really try to answer the question of how dancing can help your relationship. We welcome our guests, Bob and Roxanne Anderson, who are the authors of the marriage dance, and they just share just a lot of great tools and insights that can help you in your relationship and pulling out those parallels between dancing and relationships. Before we continue our episode, I want to encourage you to hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. Please share this with a friend. If you want to leave a review, we love to hear your reviews. And also right now during the month of April, as many people are kind of locked in and quarantined, I'm offering free virtual relationship coaching. So just go to the website, SimplifyComplexity.org, and you can contact me there. Now let's continue our discussion with Bob. Roxanne.
2: We both grew up in different families. And in my family, you did it one way. And in her family, she did it another way. And that's usually in every family. And so I just assume that the way I do it is correct. And guess what? She assumes that the way she does it is correct. So we then get together and we find out that she does it a way different than I do. And we both think we're right. Yeah. And it takes a while to come up with, okay, how are we going to do it together? Now, it may not be that my way is right or her way is right. Maybe right. we even need to pick a third way that's right. new to both of us. Well,
1: So I want to point out a, a couple of things that we just said, because we said uh, quite a few things that I want our listeners to really grasp when we talk about stepping on each other's toes. And, and one of the things that was said is how it takes two people. Mm-hmm. And, and so all of a sudden, just because somebody's stepping on your toes doesn't mean it's all their fault. Right, It can also be your fault because it is a dance that you're trying to do together. Right. And so stop trying to point the blame. Stop trying to say, well, you need to do this or you need to do that. But rather right. understand that you both have to work together. And so have more of a we type of what can we do? What, what, what can yeah. I begin to do better? How can I begin to approach this? Another thing that you know we, we pointed out and that you said that was really good for our listeners to understand is that it, it's a process. And in that process, as you're, you're, you're approaching this process is how did you learn what you're approaching. So as you're stepping into marriage and as you're stepping into this relationship, you're taking your way. This other person is taking their way, but you're trying to come together. And, and so though somebody stepped on your toes and though there's fear, if you keep, I think there's a saying, you keep doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. That's the definition of insanity. And, and, and so that, I think oftentimes that's how we approach relationships is we keep doing things the same way. And we never look for a different approach. And so one of the key things that both of you said is, what do we do wrong here? Mm-hmm. Wait a minute, what happened? And, and as you're able to address that issue, now you're able to approach that hurt and better understand what was going on. And that's the same thing within relationships. And so you don't have to be fearful. But what you should do is you should be looking for ways to say, okay, what is happening? Why, why do I keep getting hurt? Or why do I keep hurting them? Why, why do we keep having this conflict? Why do we keep, keep stepping on each other's toes? And, and part of that is getting an instructor. getting getting Going to a marriage counseling uh, retreat. Or, or getting a marriage book. So you can begin to better
2: understand how to dance. and And dance. It makes total sense to ask your instructor how to do it right if you don't know how to do it.
1: But somehow
2: (laughs) in marriage, we don't go to the people who have gone before to say, we know how to do marriage and ask them, okay, am I having any trouble here? How how do I do this? Right. For some
0: reason, there's some shame associated with this, and we don't know why. Yeah. Especially within the church. Yeah. Why should there be?
2: Yeah, why not ask somebody who knows how to do it, how, how to get by a particular issue? Which well, is it, it's, we're sometimes we're... it's pride, and, and pride comes mm-hmm. before destruction.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, I also, sometimes I find it because we're so into Hollywood and we're so used to seeing movies and and, and things just kind of working, we have this idea that romance should just happen. Mm-hmm. Rather than understanding that romance is something that you build at and it's something that you, you work at, just like when you first started dancing, when you first started going to dancing lessons, you were not probably not that good. I certainly wasn't. <laughs> and I, I'm still not that great. Right. <laughs> but the thing is that it, is as you continue to work on it, as you continue to build, then it got better and right. it got easier. But it still took work. And here's the thing about it is if you stop dancing, and you let time go by, then those right. techniques and those things that you worked on, you're going to be rusty. And so when all of a sudden you start mm-hmm. dancing again, all of a sudden you're going to pick up on some of those bad habits. You're going to have to kind of go through that process of working again. Right.
2: And I'll oh, go ahead. There, there's one thing I learned from Dancing with the Stars. They have a professional female dancer to pair up with the non-professional male. And then you have a professional uh, male dancer to, to pair up with a non-professional I'm so glad female. you
1: mentioned that. Please continue.
2: Okay. But- One thing that makes it a good dance is that the professional tries to make the non-professional look good. Mm. So if you're making your partner look good, then it's a dance. In marriage, if you're just saying, hey, look, see how great I dance and how bad my partner is, that doesn't come out well as a marriage. But if you're actually trying to use some grace and saying, hey, let me platform my, my wife here. That makes the marriage better just as it makes a dance yeah, it's better. Well, then the that's song. all about self
1: because self yeah. is like, well, look at me and you're not doing the right song. And, and then basically you, you have two people that are supposed to be doing one dance together, but they're really dancing solo.
0: We had one yeah. young friend who was really into salsa and she said, you can always tell who the good male dancers are because they know how to make their partner look good on the floor. And by contrast, there was one class that we took it was it was an East Coast swing class, and a gentleman came for that only the only for that class that was the only place we knew him from and When he came, you could tell he was out there to show how cool he was and to um, show himself off and in the process, he was hurting his partners he was flinging them around, he was hurting his partners and this is what happened when the when the teacher would say to rotate, the next gal up would say, "Excuse me, I need to go to the restroom," and she would leave. And then when it was time to rotate again, the next one would say, "Excuse me, I have to go to the restroom," and nobody wanted to dance with him. Wow, because he was—you uh, get hurt. Yeah. When when the other person is there to show themselves off, they're hurting their partner. That stands true in marriage.
1: Well, and, and so we actually bring out another point that comes to my mind as far as this analogy and what makes uh, this. Dancing. Um, such a great analogy to marriage. And it's the fact that sometimes you're going to have someone who has a little bit more experience. Sometimes you're going to have someone who's maybe they, they get the concepts a little bit better. And, and that's why when you mentioned how they, they have this professional with maybe somebody who is an amateur. Well, and we got to be careful because we're not necessarily saying that somebody is a professional in a marriage because we're all learning. But sometimes you do have someone who is struggling a little bit more to kind of to get the concepts of being selfless, to, to sacrifice, to give. Um, and, and, and in that, it's easy for that person who does get it a little bit easier to get those steps a little bit easier to get frustrated. And not allow that person to continue to learn, allow that and continue to kind of encourage that person. And so in dancing, I can only imagine if you have somebody who has a better idea of dancing and they've been doing it for a little bit longer and they got their moves down and all of a sudden they start dancing with somebody who doesn't, if they immediately impose on them, well, you need to be better and therefore they get frustrated and they they don't give that person room to learn and grow.
2: And in marriage... It's very common that one spouse will be good in one area and the other spouse good in other sets of areas. So you need to be gracious and say, look, okay, finance is my area. Let me take this. Let me solve the problem. Your area is uh, vacation planning. You do that area, and we just make each other look good. And it goes back and forth. And we're both contributing yeah
0: one of the things that bob and i have done for many years is we write together and he is very definitely the idea person and i am or the writer the writer and (laughs) but if you (laughs) i i I can't can't write without his ideas (laughs) uh, really and his ideas without my writing probably wouldn't be as smooth so you use you you each use your strength yeah but if one partner really is stronger it's the idea of helping that other one along making it comfortable for them to learn and to dance um,
2: that's where the differences are so so outstanding yeah you want two people to be different because they bring different things to the to the marriage right and you double your strengths and hopefully half your weaknesses so that the marriage together is much much stronger but somebody who is slightly different in in Whatever how they be. look yep. at it, you, you need to show grace because sometimes you think, Well, I've always done it this way. Why are you trying to do it some way different? And, and
1: what comes down to that is because we have the wrong idea that different means better. And so, because I think about it different or because I see it different, well, I'm better. And again, the goal is you're trying to dance together. And so, if that's the ultimate goal to where you're trying to dance together, so though I might have a different strength. I got to be careful because I'm not, I'm not actually accomplishing the goal if I'm only dancing by myself. And, and so that's where I need to be patient. And that's really what I wanted to draw out for our, our listeners is help you to understand that when it comes to dancing and when it comes to dancing with a partner, you got to be patient. And I can only imagine the patience that some of those dance teachers had to have with those on Dancing with the Stars as they just kept messing up over and over and over again. They would work hours and hours and hours, but yet they showed patience. They showed patience and they had to think of different ways of how they can communicate something that they might think is so simple. They might, yeah. they, they might be frustrated saying, why can't you get this? This is so simple. But they had to constantly think about, okay, maybe I can teach this a different way. Maybe I can uh, work on this a different way. Maybe I can approach this a different way. And those who really struggled were those who weren't able to find those ways of better communicating so that way their dance actually happened. So their partner was able to catch on and they were able to dance together.
0: And here's the thing too, if that dance teacher had said, I can't believe what a moron you are. You know, have I not shown you this 27 times? Right. <laughs> that would not have helped nope. the non-dancer to dance better. No,
1: nope. no. Nope. It, 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 there's so many great parallels. There, there really are. And and I really just hope that our listeners were able to, to catch some of these great per, uh, parallels. Uh, did, did, as we close, did you have like one or two uh, quick points that you wanted to share with uh, our listeners?
2: In marriage, when you start a conversation, you have two different perspectives. Yeah. And that is actually a good thing. But you have to do the communication in order to merge those two perspectives into one new idea that is actually stronger, actually better than either one of the ideas separately. So marriage actually makes life easier and better if you do it right. Mm, that's really good. That's really good. Roxanne. And do you have I think
0: I'm gonna just say humility. Humility is a great thing <laughs> in marriage as well as everywhere. But I mentioned um early on I was I was the partner with more comfort in dancing. I'm just going to say that is not a good reason for me to assume I'm right. Yeah. Or better or anything. The, the humility will get you much farther to say, "Bob, how can I best help?" "Bob, yeah. um what what can I do that would make this better?" is a much better approach than to say don't cough you know why are you doing
1: this that's really good and i think that what i wanted to close with was actually um one of the chapters in your book in one of the chapters in your book um you mentioned do you want to dance Mm. and 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 as i was reading and i was thinking through that i think that's so relevant and so important and and so for our listeners to really understand that sometimes we we want the idea of marriage we want the idea of a relationship, but then there's the reality of it. And, and, and just because you want that idea of it, are you really ready to commit to the reality of a relationship? Just like, are you really ready to commit to the reality of dancing and everything that comes with it? Are you really ready to commit to the reality of a marriage and everything that comes with it? Because all the things we talked about is, is a process. And, and mm-hmm. if you want that good marriage, it's a process. And, and sometimes we, we're too caught up in the, rea- the, in the idea versus the reality. And asking that question is really important even before you get married. So if you're single and you're listening to this, you need to really say, okay, am I just lonely? And I'm trying to just meet yeah. a need with inside myself? Or am I really trying to meet a need in someone else? Because that's what marriage is. You're trying to meet that need in another person. Bob, I see you got something. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. And
2: am I willing to change? Yeah. So, so often the biggest problem is, I would have a great marriage if it weren't for my, my partner. <laughs> and you, what you really need to start thinking is, how is it that I need to change in order to contribute to this marriage? And you'll get there a lot faster. And when you're willing to change, guess what? Your partner is more willing to change. Yeah, yeah. And you'll get there faster. Uh,
1: well this, this has been, a, been a, such a great episode, and I, I pray that our, our listeners have uh, enjoyed this. I want to encourage you to—your is your, your book is available on Amazon? It's on Amazon. So I want to encourage you to go to Amazon, check out the book. It's The Marriage Dance by Bob and Roxanne Anderson. So thank you so much for being on the show. It has been a, a, just truly a pleasure. Uh, would, Bob, would you mind closing us in
2: prayer? Sure. It's been our pleasure. Thank you for having us. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for marriage. Mm. You created it. You designed it. You use it to enhance and make stronger our character and to make us holy as we learn how to dance together as one. Thank you for this time. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 All right.
1: God bless you. God keep you. Don't forget to go to the website. Please subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Leave those reviews. We love to hear from them. We love to hear from you. Until next time, God bless you. God keep you. What for. Come on, stand up, stand up. put your Runs hands up. up, make some noise, you with me, it's a barrel. My family, there's no place I'd rather be no people I'd rather see Where there's two or threes And there the Lord will be Whether the Lord is And there you'll see me If the Lord ain't going Then I'm not going Let us be best-minded With the mind of Christ Let us love one another As you will love I, you need me Just as much as I need you Because a body can't function When a body's split in two up to downs Let love abound Whether it's good or bad My family can not be found. The way it's supposed to be, it's a family union, and my family's with me. What you go for? Stand up, put your hands up, make some noise. Are you with me? It's a family union, and my family's with me. It doesn't matter
2: where you're from,
1: or who you be. East Coast, West Coast, it doesn't matter to me. Up north Down, South. Well-